This meeting is being recorded. Hello and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today I have on my special guest is Asia Payne. Hi, Asia. Hello. Well, we first were really should just say welcome back because like we were just talking about before, we had you recorded and you're going to launch your episode, but you then called me and said, hey, by the way, I'm taking on not a new path, but a growing path in my field. And I would love to highlight that more. And so first of all, so obviously you didn't get to listen to the first episode. So you are a physical therapist and we met through networking and I just loved your story, but I most of all loved your passion. You know, just like all of us, a lot of our, um, areas in career are saturated. So there's a lot of us out there. So who you find to kind of niche with and hang out with is, is you are definitely one of those people with the vibe and the energy and going, yes, I'm all about everything, you know? And so, um, I just love that about you. So I wanted to really showcase that, but let's just dive in girl. Tell us about your life. Tell us how you got into this, uh, career path. Yeah. So, um, again, my name is Asia. Um, I've been a physical therapist since 2016. Um, I'm originally from the South Bronx in New York City, and I've made my way to Philadelphia here. Um, what really got me into physical therapy is just my empathy and my overall drive to help people feel comfortable in their bodies and show them how to move safely in the body that they're, they're currently in, and also to improve their mobility so that they can move better in the future. Um, so I've got my orthopedic certification in 2019. Um, and I've grown in being a clinical director um, in my office here in Northeast Philadelphia. Um, and I'm also now newly working into getting uh, oncology certified and working in lymphedema. So that'll be for 2023. Always something. Every time I talk to you, there's always another goal you're shooting for, whether it's another degree of some sort, a different a growth in your career path. It's just, I just love that you're always willing to keep opening up and keep learning. Again, I just, one of the reasons why I love you so much. So it's so cool. So, but one of the things that you said that really sticks out to me, and I know you said it before, is that making them, helping them move in the bodies that they are in now. And for me, that is meeting them where they're at, right? So meeting them where they're at. So you kind of relieve that stress of, okay, well, I have to change my whole entire diet. I have to change my whole entire exercise routine. And I have to do all these different things. And that is so overwhelming, especially when you're in pain, in pain. So I love that you really break that down going, Hey, I'm going to meet you with where you're at. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know? And so tell us about how you even got in this practice in the first place. So I remember you having such a beautiful story and I want you to say it again. Oh yeah. So, um, so my father was a sick a sick person, like a lot of people. He had a lot of heart issues um, and it was very depressing for him. And, and the only doctor that was actually nice to him that talked to him about something other than his failing medical condition was the physical therapist. And they were talking to him about football and sports and he would get so excited to go to PT when he was in the hospital, I'm like, man, I gotta do that. Like that's, <laughs> I need to be doing that. Um, and, and being able to bring joy um, to his life, I'm like, oh, that's what I, I need to do. So I, I try to be, I always say I'm like an unconventional therapist because you do a lot, I love to laugh. 
So you have to laugh when you're working with me and when you're on the bike and when you're moving and grooving. But um, that's what really kind of brought me in. It's just bringing happiness and joy to people who may not be having such a joyful time. That's so amazing because, again, going back to what I first said, you meet them where they're at, but also bringing that joy into where they're at because if you're so sick, if you're feeling that you can't do things for yourself, you know, physical therapy, I know there's different ranges for it, but a lot of times you can't do things for yourself, which is why you're going to physical therapy because you're retraining your body to do things. And it's kind of embarrassing to some people, right? That, oh, well, I used to be able to, you know, walk and I now I can't, or I used to be able to write and now I can, or, you know, I know that again, there's different ranges, but being able to meet them where they're at, but then also going, hey, we're going to have fun doing this. And I'm going to treat you as a person that you are as a whole and just try to get you better the best way we can together. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. What do you think is the most um, misunderstanding or the wrong belief of a physical therapist. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, what do, yeah. what do you feel people go, that's a physical therapist, it's really not? So a, a lot of people think that you only see a physical therapist after you've suffered a massive injury. Um, and that's not the case. Sometimes it can be the smallest things like you're, you're stumbling or tripping. Um, you may notice that you're having some balance issues. You may notice that you're having some weakness. And those are actually times to go and see a physical therapist. And depending on where you are, um, you know, I can speak for the state of Pennsylvania, you can actually see a physical therapist without a prescription from a doctor. You can go into the office, make an appointment for an uh, initial evaluation and see if therapy is warranted for you or get advice on who you should be seeing to take care of the issue. I have so many people that wait they come in and they say, oh, I'm, I'm, my knee is buckling, I fell, and that's why I'm in therapy. And you say, well, when did this start? Oh, it started five years ago. I'm like, what? You should have been in here five years ago. Why? What took you so long? Um, so I think that's the biggest misconception that you only come after you're hurt. You can come at any time, but you, can, you really should go to therapy when you start to notice changing your functional mobility. And I remember the first time I met you, you were actually doing a presentation and you said that. And when you said it, I said, oh, that actually makes sense. But again, it was such a misconception. I remember us talking about it. I'm going, can you tell me more? Because I, I I, didn't make, you know, it makes sense, but it didn't come, you know, so it was one of those things. And now when I listen to you talk, I'm like, yes, that should be in everybody's mind. That should be in everyone's forefront. When something feels different, where should I go? And I think the other thing with physical therapy, and let me know if you agree, is that it's not going to be a, um, here's a pill, here's a quick fix. You know what I mean? For me, what I love about you is that you're creating this awareness around what you can do right now. But like you mentioned too, is where you can grow. So I love that you're, again, physical therapist to me helps you create that awareness around your own body. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I love, love that. So tell us more about this growth in your business and where you're at right now. Yes. Yeah, so I, I made a change. So now I'm back working in Philadelphia. Um, I'm at Ivy Rehab. It was formerly Excel Rehab. That's on Cruisetown Road here in Northeast Philadelphia. Um, I'm loving it so far. Great opportunities and, and moving into um, oncology and working with lymphedema has always been like a, a secret secret passion of mine. So I've, I finally have an opportunity to further my education in that. Um, 
and it's just great. And, and being in leadership, I think that, you know, especially in the, in the times right now, um, we need sensible leaders, you know, leaders that have like a good work-life balance. You know, I listen to your um, pod podcast quite often and I'm always like, I need that, I need that, I need that. Um, so it's a great opportunity and I'm, I'm glad to, to be here. Oh, I love that. I love how you said it's sensible because, you know, obviously, you know what I do, I'm a stress management coach, like goes in corporations, you know, all that. And so, yeah, you need that foundation of leadership. You know, I truly believe things start from the top. So when the standards that you're saying, if you're saying, hey, we're going to live a work-life balanced life and you're going to practice and preach it at the same time is big because it's really easy to preach it, right? We've all been in those offices where the values are printed all over the wall and, and the, the lunchroom is just so pretty and done and it's peace and love and all that stuff. And then you get back to your office and all of a sudden your shoulders go, Shoom! and you're like this, you know? <laughs> That posture, and we and we work on that too in this office too. If you're if you're one of those people ex experiencing back posture, please come on in. Come on in. I feel like when I talk to you and another friend of mine that is a physical therapist, I always go, "Okay, are my feet on the ground? Where's my back at?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think is um, a good takeaway for a physical therapist? So if someone's listening and they're saying, you know. Um, you know, what is the, like you said, like we were talking a bit about posture, what is like a good piece of advice coming from a physical therapist that you could give? Ooh, um, so <clears throat> my best advice for, you know, coming from a PT for anybody is you, you can learn how to manage your body. Um, like my takeaways change every month. So, you know, catch me next month for my next takeaway. But <laughs> a lot of people are, are stressed and concerned about not being in control of their lives and particularly not being in control of their health. And so you tend to focus on the things that you can't do, things that you're scaling back on because you're having pain or because you're having issues moving. Um, therapists, like so many other professionals, we're here to support people so that they can move through life as seamlessly as possible given their current circumstance. So it's like, I can't take away the fact that you have arthritis, right. but I can't show you a different way how to climb those stairs so that you can go visit your grandchildren that live in the big house that have 28 steps. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's the best advice I tell for people for anything is like, really you, there are tools in place for you to take control of your life. You just need to know which one to pick up and use based on your current situation, so. It's another piece of why I love you because, you know, we have very similar methods on how we teach, you know, creating awareness, meeting you where you're at, but also it's, um, you know, it's changing the perspective, right? So for you, right, arthritis is going to be there. No, There's no magical one. I can't take your arthritis away, but I can help you with a different perspective, a different habit, a different tool, right? And it's the same thing with me when I'm saying stress is every single day. It's going to be here today. It's going to be here tomorrow, Right but I can help you change that perspective on stress and I can meet, give you different tools. And I always say too, you know, it's keep the tools. I'm gonna give you a hammer. I'm gonna give you a wrench. I'm gonna give you nails. You might not need a hammer today, but you might need it next week, right? It's gonna be working for different situations. So again, building things up that again, work specifically for you. And so I love that you say managing your body is so important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's key. It. it's key. It's key, right? 
When someone's looking for a physical therapist, is there something specific they should be looking for when it comes to their own needs? Yeah, so um, you really wanna think about if you're having some sort of neurologic issue or you're having just like a general question, there are different types of therapists. So there are neuro-based PTs, physical therapists that predominantly work with children, pediatrics, geriatrics, um, orthopedics such as myself, um, and now oncology. There are a couple other categories as well, but you really, uh, um, you just wanna look for a place that they have availability. So you can go into the gym and see, well, how many patients are they seeing at a time? Um, most places will allow you to take a tour. So you come in to make that initial inquiry, say, hey, can I take a look around the gym and see what's going on here? Um, I think the biggest thing is just getting started. Don't be afraid to go into the office. If the lights are on, go on in. Don't be afraid to call a physical therapist to the front and pick their brains. We love answering questions. So you can ask us all like, this has been happening for this. This has been happening for this. Ask the physical therapist questions and go to a place that you feel comfortable. I tell people all the time, I would love to be your physical therapist. But if you find that you're not liking my energy, you're like, uh, she's a little too smiley. <laughs> there are other physical therapists out there but you just have to go and find someone that gels best with you. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's so important too. Like you said, we said in the beginning, you know, every industry is saturated, right? There's a thousand of each and every, every industry. So finding the person that works the best for you. And I love that you're saying, feel free to ask questions. I think that again, when you're in pain, it's continuous pain. And like you mentioned, when it comes to, I mean, it's chasing your grandkids around. I don't want to be in pain. I want to be there. You know, you see all those cheesy commercials. So how do we get you from A to B? So asking all those questions is going to be so important. Absolutely. Love it. I love it. Before we get to the lightning round, two questions for you. Um, what is uh, the best way for someone to contact you if they're having any questions? Yeah. Um, so the best way to get in contact with me is via email. Um, cause I check my email all the time. Um, so my email is asia.pain at ivyrehab.com, um, for just general questions, or, um, if you're interested in being treated in our network. Um, and then the other best way to get a hold of me is actually via LinkedIn. Um, because I'm on there all the time as well. I love answering questions. So if anyone has any questions about becoming a physical therapist or how to get treatment in their area, that's a, um, another option that's available. I love it. I, and I definitely agree. She's definitely really great at responding. You need to second <laughs> guess my own response. I thought I was good. I'm like, wait, I'm not good. <laughs> People are like, you know, you reply at 3 a.m. I'm like, listen, just, just roll with it. I was awake. <laughs> Okay, I looked on my email and I replied. It's okay. <laughs> we all have our thing, okay? My thing is I'm able to reply to emails, okay? You know? <laughs> Don't take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wish I, sh I should have wrote down what questions I asked you last time. So hopefully I don't repeat any lightning questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, shaking this off. If you were not a physical therapist, what would be your career of choice? Ooh, I would be a lawyer. Oh, I could see that. 
I can totally, I can see you up there going, listen, this is how it's going to go. Because <laughs> I never back down. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking, but I was trying to, I was trying to say in my nice way. I never back down. Um, what would you say to your younger self? So 15 year old Asia, what would you tell her right now? I would say stop taking life so seriously and have fun. Yes. My best advice. That's a good one. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Especially when you're career driven and education driven, it's hard to find that balance because you want that next step. Absolutely. You know, especially when I keep talking to you and you have another degree and another degree. How many doctorates do you have? Now? <laughs> we only have one. I think I'm done. I have all the certifications, but I don't, I don't know if I have the stamina to go back and do like full-blown college again. I think that that ship um, has left and it is now in Baltimore Harbor. Uh, it is not coming back to Philly. <laughs> but yes, have fun. Have fun and laugh. Mm-hmm. I was so serious living in New York. You got to laugh every day, at least five times a day. Oh, I love that. Did you ever hear the study? And I'm going to butcher the study, so I won't do it correctly. But an average um, uh, four to five-year-old laughs 46 times a day. An average 40-year-old laughs only four times a day. Yeah. Yeah. See? You got to laugh. You got to laugh. There's so many benefits. That's a whole other podcast. We'll we'll have you back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then my last, well, I have two more questions. My next question would be, uh, what is going to be your karaoke song? Ooh, um, again, I have to say Remy Ma, any sort of Remy Ma song. She's from New York. She's a <laughs> rapper. I don't know why I love her so much, but I'm like obsessed. Even going growing up in like the 2000s, her music was really big. And even now I'm like, oh, I gotta, every time I hear the song coming on, I'm singing to the beat. I, w- I won't, um, I won't rap right now because I, I probably would scare all the listeners away. I'm not good at it. I just do it. <laughs> oh, and you know, we just talked about you. You have a family. You just grew in your career. You're getting another certification. You answer emails, you know, throughout the day. How do you balance stress? Yeah. So for me, I I do a lot of blocking, schedule blocking. Um, so I've mastered the art of walking away from things and mastered the art of saying no. If, and that. so as, as much of, um, as many things as I do, it's because things I wholeheartedly say yes to do. Yeah. Um, but I can say no to anything. Someone can say, hey, Asia, we need you to be at a meeting at five o'clock. You're the only one who's available to be at that meeting. And if I look at my schedule and, and in there, it says, me time and it's literally on my schedule as me time i'll say no and that's it i won't give an explanation i'll just say no i think a lot of us are explanation people where we're like i can't do this because of dot 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 no and they'll find somebody else yeah i love that you know again whole other podcast within itself is we feel we have to give an explanation on why we can't go or why we can't show up. And it's your mental health is 
an explanation to yourself. Like you don't have to say, oh, well, I'm busy doing X, Y, Z, or I can't because I'm, I'm sick. You have to lie and say that you're sick. It's no. And yes. that's okay. I love yes. that. Love that. Love that. Any last words before we end today's episode? Um, I would just say everyone to you manage your life, manage every aspect of your life, whether it be, I, I can't move, go see a physical therapist. I, I can't think, go see a, a you know, a psychotherapist. I, I can't eat. I can't see. We, we are the masters of our, of this body. Yeah. And we just need to go out and go shopping for tools the way we shop for clothes and shop and spend the time to take care of yourself and manage your life. You can do it. I love it. You're amazing. You were seriously amazing. I just want to say thank you again. We're not only coming on here once, but twice and wanting to come on here. So I just, I just, I just love you. Thank you.